Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TakeCast. My name is Davis Maddock. You guys can find me on Twitter, at Davis Maddock. In this episode of the show, it is our normal Super Bowl preview, props, sides, totals, how we're betting it, how the game might go. However, it's a little bit different than normal. Normally, it's myself, Sammy Reed, and Nate Noling, the Gilcast crew. Nate is not with us today. Some awesome personal news for him, but it is keeping him from joining us. So it is myself. It is Sammy Reed. We are breaking down all of our favorite angles and wagers, how we are going to be betting on Super Bowl 58. If you guys like the show, please leave a rating, a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also subscribe to the Patreon for bonus episodes. Got a couple bonus episodes with Brian Hooper coming out here pretty soon. Uh, that's www dot patreon dot com slash takecast hope that you guys will join us or you can just tell a friend about the show that's awesome too and uh, now let's go ahead and get into betting on the super bowl all right everyone welcoming into the program sammy reed not nate noling nate noling uh you know i don't even know if we're allowed to say this but nate noling is a is a dad now so <laughs> he's busy congratulations nate Congratulations to Nate. Another uh, another Gill has uh, has joined. You know the the school of fish has grown a little bit larger. But what that means is that the usual Gill cast previews the Super Bowl show. It's not the full Gill. You guys are you guys are not getting the full experience. It is just me and Sammy Reed with you here on a Wednesday morning before the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers, which is Sammy. I mean, it's kind of funny. You, you live and have lived for a long time in the Bay area. I'm wondering if, is this, is this triggering to you when the 49ers are, are so good given that you've rooted for a team that, uh, I mean, really has done fuck all in, and as in my adult life, the Steelers have basically been, uh, irrelevant. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't triggered until about right now, but thanks, man. Uh, no, it's it's not actually. You know, the when I was a when I was a kid, you know, I grew up and yeah, they were the local team, and it was the Joe Montana years, and and I loved them. So, you know, all my friends are Niner fans. I have a lot of fantasy uh, goodness on on the 49ers, You know, Debo Samuel and Christian this. McCaffrey led me why, to the title. I got nothing but good vibes for the Niners. Why are you a Steelers fan? My dad. My dad. That's, uh, so that's so funny. Obviously, I was a Cowboys fan because of my dad, but I just like it's. It's funny to you. It's funny to me that as a kid, you were not like fuck you, Dad. Joe Montana, Steve Young, dude. I'm I am out of here, bro. <laughs> well, it would have been it would have been good too. But like all those all those like Niners runs in the mid '90s when they faced the Cowboys in the NFC Championship every year, like that shit was great. Um, you know, and then and then. I didn't get a championship from the Steelers. All their championships were in the seventies and I didn't get a championship from them until 2005. So like, people yeah, you, were were like already, oh, yeah, you were already like 47 by the yeah, time. Yeah. 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 47 years alive. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those things where like, you know, people are always like, Oh, you're a bandwagon Steelers fan. Cause they have, you know, so many championships and it's like, no, like I, I had to, I had to put my time in. I had to wait. Now I got to go through these fucking lean years with, Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky and all this nonsense. It's a very tough scene, actually. You know what's you know what's wild is I've peered into my future into a post Mahomes era Chiefs team, 
what is that going to be like for me? Because I I moved to Kansas City the year he got drafted. I was at his first career start. You know, I've, I've been there for the, I, I made, I switched my allegiances, but I, I pretty, like I switched my allegiances for Pat, you know, like that, like that, he's the draw. So when he is no longer a chief, that is going to be, I, I don't even know what that's going to feel like. That's going to be, well, bizarre. I know exactly what it's going to be like, Davis. You just need to look at the New England Patriots, right? What is it like? Mother of Tom God, Brady? if that, if that, <laughs> if the, if the chiefs go through that wilderness, which I guess, honestly, I mean, if, unless you're the Green Bay Packers, it feels like that's just what has to happen. You know, yeah. you, you lose a great quarterback and you just. And, and coach. Well, you know, I mean, that's kind of the thing. I mean, this is not really Super Bowl related, but Belichick, I think, is pretty obviously a great coach. Hmm? But I feel like. What's the right way to say this? OK, so you have you have Tom Brady, you have this great quarterback. I feel like. Coaching becomes like running after you like got like a weighted vest off or something. And then when you lose the superstar quarterback, you have to put the weighted vest back on and your body doesn't really remember how to do it. And you're all fucked up. And that's what I feel like kind of happens in these situations where you have the quarterback who just makes your life easier, right? The chiefs were not even good this year. Every week we're watching the chiefs and we're like, these guys stink. Yeah. And they, they're in the super bowl. They just, and, and really, I mean, did they, they didn't really break a sweat in the playoffs. They they take the care of the Dolphins, no problem. I guess the Bills game was a little sweaty. The Ravens game really was not sweaty at all. I mean, just at no point did it feel like the Chiefs were going to lose that game and they're and they're back. Whereas, so the 49ers are so these teams are just so fascinating for a Super Bowl because they really couldn't be any more different in terms of how they are constructed, right? I the love 49ers, it. I love it. it's you put any quarterback in there. Like, I don't know. They probably would have made the Super Bowl with Sam Darnold. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy. Are we doing the the, the Brock Purdy? No, no. Thing I, right now? I'm not I'm not one of these Purdy is a Jamoke guys, you know, yeah. but Purdy is not Purdy. He's a good quarterback. I, I think he's kind of in the the Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott realm of Oh of god. I mean, that's a that's a great quarterback. I mean, you know, a top yeah. top 15 quarterback on earth. I mean, I think top 15 quarterback on earth is kind of the right neighborhood to put Brock Purdy in. Totally. And I have like this shit going on on Twitter. Like I like to like troll the anti Purdy people. And it's just like, dude, nobody thinks Brock Purdy is the MVP. Like nobody thinks that there's like 0.5% of the population. People people did think that. I mean, I, I thought I didn't think he deserved it, but I thought he was going to win it until the, until the Christmas Eve game. Right. But that's the thing. It's like, what the the NFL odds are for NFL MVP, which is like a complete joke, and we all know it. Um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers has like, won is, that award is, three times since he won a conference championship. Right, yeah, obscene. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's also like people know that this is the, the odds shift every week just based on like what happened last week. And nobody actually thought, God, Brock Purdy is the best NFL quarterback or Brock Purdy is the engine that drives the 49ers. Like everybody knew he wasn't right. And so it became really polarized. Like, oh, yeah, Brock Purdy is awful. And he's just like this, you know, whatever lucky guy that like fell into the right spot or he's like the best quarterback on earth. And obviously the reason take is no, he was just the last pick in the draft. And he can actually run an NFL offense. The NFL is filled with all these asshole quarterbacks who can't even run an offense up and down the field. You know, Trey Lance can't get on the field. Mitch Trubisky was the number two pick in the draft. Like, they can't even operate an offense. Lance, when we've seen Lance in the NFL, he really has not played bad. He was fine. He was fine. But, like, if he were better than Purdy, he'd be playing. I'm pretty sure he's younger than Purdy. That's I'm fine. pretty sure that Trey Lance is is still in his third year in the NFL. I'm pretty sure he is younger than Purdy. So he is 23 years and 274 days. Purdy is 20. Yeah, he is. He is younger than Purdy. So like, I I I am leaving it open. I mean, obviously this is a crazy comp, and we're going we're going all over the place here to start with. I'm leaving it open for like a Kurt Warner renaissance for trey lance he's 28 years old oh my he's God. the starting court he's the starting quarterback for the tampa buccaneers and he wins 13 games or something like out of nowhere i just i really never thought i 
to this day believe he never really got a fair shot. And it, and what's clear is that Shanahan didn't want to pick him to begin with. He basically got bullied out of picking Mac Jones is what happened. God, can you imagine if Mac Jones was a 49er? They would probably be in the Super Bowl. Oh, I mean, Mac Jones would be, Mac Jones would be, I don't think he would be as good at throwing deep. I mean, that's the skill set that Purdy has been. The thing that Purdy has done that Jimmy Garoppolo never did was he hits a lot of these deep throws. Now, Jimmy was better at throwing the stuff over the middle of the field than Purdy has been. And and Purdy also plays out of structure better. Yeah, he can, he can scramble a little bit. I mean, we saw him make multiple plays in the NFC Conference Championship game with his legs. Like, he he can do that. Um, yeah, I mean, Purdy, the, the crazy thing about Purdy, and you won't know this because you don't care about college football at all, was I that don't. Purdy, as a freshman at Iowa State, people were like, I, I, I mean, he did get Heisman votes. He was awesome. He was, like, unreal his rookie year, or his, his, when he was 18 years old. He got Heisman votes? He got Heisman votes in ten games uh, no at, at Iowa State. They they went uh, they went eight and five. They were like really good. They had a couple. Uh, they had a couple like really big upsets. They uh, let's see what was it? They oh they beat a good West Virginia team. Uh, they they beat a ranked Oklahoma State team, and they they played close to the University of Oklahoma. Like they were they were good when he was eighteen years old, and he got worse. Every year. I mean, every year he was at Iowa State, he played like a little bit worse to the point that uh, his the year that he threw the most passing attempts was the year that he had the lowest YPA. Like it, it I mean, it's hard to it, it's hard to explain seeing him now in the NFL what happened. I mean, probably his coaching failed him to some degree. But then there also I mean, there's this this tale about like basically Purdy in his pre-draft stuff just like learned all the West Coast offense things so that when he met with the West Coast offense coaches, they would just like fall in love with him. And it, I mean, it clearly worked, right? Like it, it definitely, it definitely did work. I, I am not afraid of Brock Purdy, but for rooting for the Chiefs, what, what I am afraid of is that he is not going to melt and miss the big throws the same way Garoppolo did. Like when the Chiefs played the 49ers in the Super Bowl in the 2019 season in February of 2020, I was like, Jimmy G is going to lose them this fucking game. What'd he do? And he did. He missed the the biggest throw of his life to a wide open Emmanuel Sanders. Like not even close. Like Sanders had no chance to catch that ball. And it was pretty much over. Poor Emmanuel Sanders. He's like, he's like 38 years old. He's dust. He's on his last legs. He's got a chance for the Super Bowl. There's the ball. He beats his man. He's deep. He's going to have it. And Jimmy just gacks it. It's a tough, tough scene. And Brock is not going to miss that throw, right? Yeah. I, I I really do. I really do think that. I mean. that That's the thing. That's the thing that, like, impresses me about Brock is what he's done in the playoffs. He has not played very well. I mean, that's obvious, right? But he had his back against the wall against the Packers. He had one drive. Like, imagine the narrative if he doesn't make that drive and they lose in the first round. I mean, the narrative is just like Kyle Shanahan, choke artist, Brock well, Purdy fraud. That's how the game is going to be decided. So the game is going to be decided between who who chokes first, Andy Reid or Kyle Shanahan. Oh, now, God. it's it, can, Shanahan's can, a big favorite in this, right? So that's the thing is back in the day, like the Andy Reid – uh, Eagles and the Alex Smith Chiefs. Yeah, be like, oh, Andy, Andy's gonna fuck this up. He's Old gonna, Andy is gonna, he's yeah, gonna he's make, gonna do he's something gonna stupid, horrible decisions. He's gonna punt when he shouldn't. He's gonna go for it when he should. Like he's gonna do something. But the the Mahomes Chiefs are way different. the The thing that he will do that's stupid that might could that could definitely cost them this game is obviously refusing to do a quarterback sneak. Like. They just won't do it. I mean, they didn't do it. They did it against the Ravens. They had a, a fourth and one, like pretty big spot. Uh, I think it was when it was 10 to three, maybe, maybe 10 zero. I don't remember. And they did some stupid pitch play to Hardman, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, it was the Hardman. And it's just like everyone in the world knows they're not going to sneak. And so it just makes it so much harder for them on fourth downs. But I don't think Andy is the same as old Andy in the sense of he's for sure going to make one dumb fuck decision. Like Shanahan, I feel like is a lock, like minus 120 to make a dumb fuck hunt, a dumb fuck field goal, like just, or, or an awful time, just something that is completely 
ball shriveling. Yeah, I mean, most likely I am owed to be a punt when he shouldn't. Yeah. And Twitter is going to roast the shit out of him. You know, it's fourth and half a yard from his own 45 and they're down seven points. And he's like, yeah, get, get. I don't even know what the punter's name is. Wisniewski. Is that him? You know, get him uh, out there. Yes. Wisniewski, I think, is correct. Let's By see the way, uh, yeah, Mitch yeah news news alert, Davis. We just got a text from Nate Nolan, and he says, yes, you can let the people know I have a kid. I, I mean, what was I going to say? He's not on the Super Bowl preview show. It's either like he's dying or something like you like. Come yeah. On, what, what other? No, what yes. Other? He has some extra info. Uh, Nemo Nolan Jr. was born healthy, working set of gills. Um, everything's great with Nate. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, he, he, came to our out, buddy. he came out and said. We'll never see a whopper like Michael Thomas ever again. Those were his first <laughs> words. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, let's 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 just start from the highest uh, level of the market. Kansas City plus two and a half. San Francisco minus two and a half. What what side you got? So, this is going to be bad. I don't have a side. I am not betting this game because this this reminds me so much of last year. Right. All right. Quick show. Quick, we're yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. See you guys. Later. See you guys. Uh, I'm not. I'm not betting the goddamn line. I just. I mean, maybe I will by Sunday. But like last year, the Eagles were clearly the better team, right? They were clearly the better team. They were. Their roster was so talented. Everything was great. And then they got Mahomes, and Mahomes won, and that was it. And I feel like we're seeing the same thing this year. I mean, you look at the roster of. San Francisco, and it's like, dude, these guys should mollywop the shit out of the Chiefs. Like, this team cannot be stopped. This is a well-oiled machine with talent, versatility, coaching, like everything. And yet, you have Mahomes on the other side. So it's like, it's so easy well, to just... I, so that's the thing, is I think the Chiefs have both the coaching advantage and the quarterback advantage, and that swings a lot of it, right? I mean, that yeah, it a really lot of does. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Shanahan's a great like schematic coach. And I think yes. this is going to be really, really interesting because Reed's a great schematic coach too. And both of them essentially have a bye, right? So they have two weeks to prepare. I mean, I, I think we're going to see some cool stuff out of them. But I so I think I think that's true. And I think the big difference, obviously, between this Chiefs team and every other Chiefs team we've ever seen in the in these spots is like the defense is actually good now. I mean, Pat has never been in one of these spots where you're like, oh, we can count on the defense, you know, like yeah. the first Super Bowl against the 49ers, the the defense was bad. You know, the 49ers only scored 20 in that game. It should have been more uh, the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers. They obviously get blown out because they were missing three linemen and uh, Andy Reid's son killed someone uh, three days before the game. People oh, my do for God. People literally do forget this. They they look back on that Super Bowl and they're like, man, the Chiefs just got blown. I'm like, yeah, their coach, like one of their coaches killed someone. One of, one of their coaches killed someone on Thursday and they played on Sunday. So that and three of their offensive linemen were out. And then the Eagles Super Bowl, the defense was a paper sieve. They the, basically the biggest play of the game was a, just a huge Jalen Hurts mistake. Jalen Hurts just held on the ball for too long in the pocket, should have gotten rid of it. And he let himself get strip sacked, but it wasn't a great defensive play. It was a mistake from Hertz. Yeah. And really the Chiefs, I mean, they could have lost that game. They they I mean, Juju Smith did get held, but the, you it, see it that felt like the Eagles, it, it felt like the Eagles were like in control up until that strip sack. Pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Touchdown. Yeah. So and last year, I, you know, it was like, okay, do I bet on the best team or the best quarterback? And last year I bet on the Eagles and uh, got dealt with by by the GOAT. So, yeah, I don't want to bet on this game because I feel like the same thing is happening here. Gun to my head, I would I would go against the public. I would I would not take Mahomes as an underdog. I think I would bet the 49ers. So that it's so fascinating that the 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 sharp money in a lot of these spots in other times that Mahomes has been a dog has actually been on the other team. Like the sharp money has actually been on the 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 Bills, the Ravens, like these spots where uh where Pat is a dog. But now all the all the every fucking Tom Dick and Sally is like 
Oh, dude, Mahomes is a dog. No way. Dude, Mahomes is a dog to Brock Purdy. Like, give me that. Dude, they're giving me. They're giving me two points. They're giving me two points with Pat, brother. Easy. Did you know that Pat is nine and three straight up when he's a dog against the spread? And the thing about all of that is, is it's like. Yeah, I mean, Pat's probably the greatest guy to ever play the position. Like, I mean, obviously he's not, he does not, he does not have Tom Brady's accomplishments yet. Yeah, he's not the most accomplished, but like. He's not the most accomplished, but he is probably the best. And so yeah. that is going to count for a lot. But the 49ers, like the offensive line, better. The defense, you could actually say, is a draw. In the regular season, the Kansas City Chiefs allowed 4.7 yards per play on defense. The 49ers averaged, uh, allowed 5 yards per play on defense. They gave up, uh, let's see, 5,167 points. The Chiefs actually gave up way less points. Could just be a function of their offense didn't score as many points, so they were in lower total games. But the, the Chiefs probably have like a slight edge on defense, um, they are missing Joe Thune in this game. He's probably not going to play their stud guard. The backup guard played really well against the Ravens, so it's hard. I don't, you know, not breaking down. I'm not getting down in the trenches here. You'd have to read, um, uh, what's it, Brandon Thorne on Establish the Run to get a better idea of how much that might matter. I mean, I am going to bet on the Chiefs, but obviously, like, it's not, it's not going to be like a – it's not a five-star gold block play, you know. Just yeah. it is. it is what it is. The 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 thing that I'm more probably gonna gonna bet on from like a high level perspective is the over under. I think I like the under. Under, yeah, I yeah. agree. I think it suits both teams probably. Mm -hmm. Uh, for the under, I think you can see the 49ers winning a 17 to 10. You can definitely see that. I mean, I think I think Chiefs win is much more correlated to an under. Feels like a boat race. A boat race definitely favors the 49ers. Like. Debo Samuel scores a 77-yard touchdown, and you, it just pans to Mahomes and Kelsey over on the <laughs> sideline, and they're like, they're like the Expendables, you know? They're like, "Fuck, I'm getting too old for this shit," you know? Yep. Like, yep. It's like Kelsey's 34 years old, and they look over at Marquez Valdez Scantling and McCole Hardman, who are like, <laughs> you know, eating Cheerios or something, just like dicking around, and you're like, "Oh, is is Canarius Tony going to be active or no?" So that's actually for showdown. Pretty fascinating. What ends up happening between? Justin Ross, Kadarius Tony, if Sky Moore gets uh, activated from the designated for return IR, you know, because Richie James has been the fourth wide receiver pretty clearly. He he has supplanted McCole Hardman. But, you know, if they're all healthy, if Sky Moore gets activated and Kadarius Tony is active, like that is a fucking mess. That is a, a huge, huge mess. Because one of them has like a pretty good chance of doing what happened in last year's Super Bowl, which is scoring a bullshit touchdown on. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's obviously Kadarius Tony. Like I'll, I'll bet if he's active, I'll bet Kadarius Tony anytime touchdown. Yeah. But the, the, I mean, did you see the, the, the Tony Instagram live from last week where yeah, they, they, like, hate I ain't hurt, they have brother. to hate him right now. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I, so I, I these are, I, I lean Kansas city in the points. I def, I, 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 I I'm not going to bet an under because, like, who the fuck? I don't want to bet. I, I would maybe throw an under in some same-game parlays because, like, obviously that's going to be a lot of my action is just these D-Gen fucking same-game parlays. We're, we're, trying yeah. to make, we're trying to make some money. They should Also, obviously, uh, check all week on your app of choice for boosts. Like, it could, underdog, prize picks, straight-up sports. But you're going to get some good boosts, right? You're going to get... Kelsey anytime touchdown boosted to plus one fifty, uh, uh, thirty percent odds boost on a same game parlayer. Uh, DraftKings does sometimes where they'll do ten percent boost for each additional leg of a same game parlay. So if you do, you you, you get like a you get like a hundred percent boost on a ten leg same game parlay. Not that these are long term sustainable, but it's a it's a nice way it's a nice way to uh to sweat through. Yeah. So. Uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to do props or do you want to do showdown stuff first? No, well, I mean, I have no showdown takes, so <laughs> we're really we're doing, we're, we're doing props and we're, you know, 20 minutes into this goddamn show and we've given no props and the people are okay. like, what the fuck All are right. these guys? What the fuck are these guys talking about? I'll throw, I'll throw one thing out there. And I think it's been talked quite a bit on other prop shows. So I don't want to like beat it to death here, but if you like the 49ers, I think taking some of their guys as MVP, that's not Brock Purdy so this, is, this is my favorite bet too. Yeah. yeah so uh, 
the the two guys on San Francisco that I absolutely love this week are, you know, I mean, they're their best guys. It's Debo and CMC. And so CMC is like plus 475 for MVP. Debo's plus 2000. On, plus- on FanDuel, you can get it at 33 to 1 for MVP for Debo, which I think. Oh my is, God. Yeah. Shop, shop is, around. I'm, the, I'm betting that. Yeah. That is the singular best wager. Uh, I think you could, if you only made one bet on this game, it it would definitely be that. I, I don't even see, I don't really even see another one that is even close to that much value in the, the Super Bowl market. Yeah. You can, you can go, you know, you can try to get some of these defensive guys at like, you know, plus 5,000 or six, you know, Oh, Joey Bosa or whatever, but like Nick Bosa, I always get him mixed up, but like, I, I, I I'm not into that really. Like I want to take Debo and CMC at plus odds, but especially Debo 3,300. Like, come on, let me get it. Uh, looks like it's moved. Looks like it, it's, it's now to 25, but still, um, still the, the thing, the thing I would caution you against is you're, you're logging in to your, your app of choice and you're like, Oh, Kelsey 17 to one brother, like Taylor Swift. He's going to propose to her on the field. Isaiah Pacheco 30 to one Rashi rice 50 to one. Here's the thing. Never, you know how fucking alien and bizarre a chief Super Bowl win would have to be for Pat to not win Super Bowl MVP. I mean, it would have to be like, Pat throws four picks, gets sacked 10 times, has 112 yards and no touchdowns, and some guy on the defense scores two touchdowns or something. Like, it would have to be... I mean, we've obviously, in the history of the show, we've gone over this a ton, but Damian Williams should have fucking won. Uh, we were robbed, man. We were, we were robbed. We were, I mean, he deserved it but it's just there was no there was no way there was no and i think honestly i i've said this a lot that if tony scored that punt return touchdown last super bowl he would have won it he still wouldn't have two even no. with two even with two touchdowns the first ever punt return touchdown in a super bowl i still don't think he would have won it so like no. you you can tell yourself like oh dude i'm so sharp i'm betting justin reed 500 to 1 i mean justin reed could literally have a game deciding pick six and still maybe not win if Mahomes goes 263 passing yards and two passing touchdowns. Like it, it really, it really might be like that. Correct. So, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not betting any, any chief besides Mahomes. I'm not a lunatic. Yeah. Uh, so I'm taking uh Debo at 25 to one. I, I do like, uh, I don't really see any, I mean, Kittle maybe, uh, you'd shop around for see if anyone has Kittle deeper than 70 to one. I just have FanDuel pulled up right now because it's easy on my desktop to negotiate through their menu. But obviously, obviously shop around for these for a little bit. So my favorite player prop straight up. Let's go. Patrick Mahomes over four and a half rushing attempts. Cause there are two ways you win this one. The first is Pat in his career runs way more in the postseason than yep. he does in the regular season. It scales way up. Uh, so, for example, uh, the uh, Super Bowl against the 49ers back in 2020, nine rushing attempts. Uh, the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay, where they got smoked, five rushing attempts. Uh, the Super Bowl against the Philadelphia Eagles, six. He's had, and now obviously, the thing you're counting on here is kneel down equity. Like, not only are you getting the actual rush attempts, but you were getting the kneel down equity. Now, Cardi, our good friend who we have known for a long time, he and I actually on this show last week, Cardi was saying because the playoff line is overcounting the kneeling, like just not not an actual number, but in the way it's weighted. Cardi has been betting under four and a half rushing attempts at plus numbers on Mahomes in the playoffs, to which I told Cardi, sometimes it's a little bit more of an art. Sometimes you got to know ball. <laughs> And I think the combination of the things, which is that we know historically that Mahomes runs more often in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, go go back, think about that touchdown run against the Tennessee Titans in the 2020 playoffs. Like, it's just very obvious from watching the games that he runs more often, is more likely to scramble in the playoffs. And you're getting the kneel down equity. It is, it is my favorite because I think I I do literally think he can get there both ways. I, I think he can get there both ways. So I got over. Four and a half rushing attempts for Pat as my my favorite player prop. Love that, love it, and you know I think I think the same thing kind of applies in a lesser extent to Purdy at three point five. 
you know, you can get that as an underdog. I think I saw it at like plus 114. You know, we saw him take off quite a bit last week, play out of structure. Um, they have kneel down equity as well. You know, um, not just not just uh, at the end of the game, but the end of halves, you know, conservative ass Shanahan. There's, you know, minute and 12 right. seconds left and they're on their own 20. And he's like, you know what? Actually, we're going to go in with a three point lead and just shut it down. So, you know, there's there's all that stuff. Um, and, and I actually like the the over on on both of them. Um, yeah, let me let me let me just say one of my favorites. Yeah, go for it. Elijah Mitchell under 1.5 carries. Oh, this oh dude. Yes. So let's I, go. I, I, I mean, think, I think... CMC ain't coming off the field. You are insane. Like, if you think CMC's coming off this field, like it's just not gonna happen unless he gets hurt. Right. So I'm I'm or, I'm big or, on that. Or one. A, a blowout. Uh a blowout, you know, could could happen as well. I, but even if there's a blowout, I don't then, think CMC is gonna let him do it. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think, I think you, damn. Yeah. I, I think that's a really good one. I like that one. Um, I like that one a good bit. So yeah. some of the, some of the ones that, uh, that I like are real edge caches and I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to give you a, a terrible one right here, mm. which is, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire over five and a half receiving yards uh, oh my god you're season. going you're going down this road again davis you're just you you're can, just martingaling ceh all season well you can get this on pretty much every book it's also uh i i like it a good bit on the forced parlay apps just to add another leg so mm. in the three playoff games clyde has played 30 percent, 26 percent, and 21 percent of the snaps he had two targets against baltimore he had one target one reception in both of the games against miami buffalo Sounds like McKinnon is not going to play. Uh, he was activated off the designated for return IR, but it sounds like he is not going to be able to go. So really, you are just, I mean, it's, it's very self-evident. I think that he probably will get one or two targets in this game. And uh, it's just a matter of, uh, is this dude going to get five and a half yards is, is, is this dude just going to do one yard gains every time he gets the ball again? He averages he averages eight point six yards per reception for his career. So if you is think, that true? If you, yeah, yeah, what really? Yeah. yeah, because he he gets a lot of he just no who's who's fucking covering Clyde Edwards Hilaire? No one's Not covering. <laughs> yeah, and and I actually think throwing to the running backs is like a pretty good strategy for them here because I I well. You know, it goes, but defensive coordinators kind of always have a different philosophy on like, oh, do I want to blitz Mahomes? Do I not want to blitz Mahomes? It used to be never blitz Mahomes because he will just, he will immediately find Tyreek or Kelsey and they're going to make you pay. Teams have blitzed him a little bit more this year because it's like, what is he going to do? Throw to Justin Watson? Like, is Justin Watson going to get, you know, going to kill me? Um, so I'm kind of fascinated to see what happens there. But Clyde Ritzler over five and a half rushing yards or uh, receiving yards. I, I think it's very unlikely that the Niners blitz Mahomes. Like very unlikely. Like they had the third lowest blitz percentage behind the Colts and Jets this year. They they they're gonna do what they want to do, right? They're gonna rush four and they're gonna play fucking vanilla ass zone defense behind and hope that Fred Warner bails them out. Like that's what they're gonna do. All right. What is your what is your next prop? Okay. So let me <clears throat> let me kind of talk about the overarching reason why I like a couple of these props and it's gonna it, this is some info uh that I was reading from Warren Sharp uh some from our buddy Connor Allen Hayden Winks uh all this stuff is is stuff that they've put out there so one of the things about that I like about McCaffrey is that when and this is a Warren Sharp tweet when the Chiefs or, or when make when when McCaffrey uh doesn't get hit behind the line of scrimmage, when he's allowed to cross the line of scrimmage without contact, he is at 8.1 yards per attempt. 8.1 yards per attempt gains 15 yards on at least 12% of his carries. Third best. Sounds in the like NFL. a lot of yards. It's a lot of yards, right? Christian McCaffrey, don't hit him behind the line. The Chiefs contact RBs behind the line at the second worst rate in the NFL, 37%. So we know that the Chiefs 
like their their pass defense is very good their rush defense is not that good uh I think this is really set up schematically well for for CMC. And I think that the Niners, you know, this plays right into Shanahan's conservative nature. Like he wants to feed CMC. It makes sense because he's a coward. And it also makes sense because that's the that's the thing about the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs also, Hayden Wink's tweet, they're 27th in yards per carry allowed when opposing defenses have two running backs in the field. So we see a lot of Kyle use check. And then the last part of that is the 49ers use zone blocking on 75% of their rush attempts. The chiefs against zone blocking are 29th in success rate, 29th in yards per carry 31st in stuff rate. Um, all those things, right? So for all these reasons, it's, it's Christian McCaffrey season, you know, and, and yeah. also he's, he's extremely good. So these CMC lines, you know, I've seen it as low as like 128.5 total yards. His rushing prop is around 90 yards, uh, all those things. I'm betting the hard over uh, on those things. Like you don't need a bunch of fancy stats to like know that CMC is a really good play. But I just think like the way that Shanahan wants this game to go and the weakness of the Chiefs, like CMC is going well, I to I kind of think the Chiefs might eat. take that too. I kind of think I kind of think if the Chiefs are drawing it up, they're like, yeah, keep giving the ball to McCaffrey and don't throw deep to Brandon Ayuk. Don't get Debo Samuel going against our linebackers. You know, I, I kind of think they might give that as well. I mean, certainly possible. But the other part of that and, and you know, if I'm going to point to one 49ers pass catcher that I really like, it's Debo. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's Debo. So the Chiefs, uh, this is a Connor Allen stat. The Chiefs lead the NFL in playing two high safeties, right? They saw a couple years ago that, you know, they're doing it against oh, Mahomes and they're like, like oh yeah. Safety, man. Yeah, too high safety, you know, it's a, it's a radical revolution. But they lead the league in, in two high safety looks. Um, let's see, 11, 11 games on plays against two high safety looks. Uh, 49ers target share when Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle all played together. Debo's target share was 27.2%. Ayuk 17.8, Kittle 16.3. Against too high safety, the 49ers go to Debo quite a bit. Like that's that's been their MO. And I think that Debo just eats. The other thing is we probably see a decent amount of Legereus Sneed on Brandon Ayuk. You know, Sneed's real good. And uh Ayuk's the guy who's gonna operate underneath. And so I, I just think that this is a this is a CMC and Debo game when I when I look at like the way they want to play it. So all the Debo props, I mean, Debo MVP, Debo alt line, uh, over 76 and a half receiving yards, plus 205, over 98.5. I've bet this already, plus 500. Debo most total yards in the game, plus 650. You know, uh, on the on the forced parlay apps, his uh, total yards line is around 79.5. I put that in a bunch of legs. So. All these Debo Samuel overs, um, I'm I'm fully fucking into them. Like, let's go. All right. So to give people an example of something that I might be doing just to have like a greater sweat would be like this is on this will be DraftKings pricing. So it'll be Debo two or more touchdowns. Add his alternate rushing yards total twenty five or more. And let's see here. What do we have for his alt receiving yards? His regular receiving yards is probably fine, but you could do alternate. So alternate 70. So that's basically 110-ish yards from scrimmage and two touchdowns. And that will give you like a pretty good price. It'll give you 33 to one. So 10 bucks to win, 340 bucks. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, is that fairly priced? I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. Matt, it, it, I don't, the answer not. is no, they're never fairly priced. Well, no, sometimes, sometimes you can find, sometimes you can find uh, a, a leak uh, a leak in the matrix. So here, actually, yeah, I the guess. correlations, they're not, they're not, the, the algorithm. So here, isn't. we'll go MVS alternate receiving yards over 60 yards, but then we will take the under on his receptions. This is a, this is a, this is a real hack. It's, um, it's called, uh, it's called threading the needle. So we've got under one and a half. So basically, one reception for 60 or more yards will pay you 180 <laughs> to one for MVS. I'll probably bet that. I'll probably bet that. You can add an anytime touchdown to it, juice it up a little bit more. Is this good, smart 
fiscal investment. No, this is gambling. You no, know, this that, is the that, Super Bowl, bitch. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. But like, you know, there there is definitely a difference. Like, I think the Clyde Edwards Lair over five and a half receiving yards, I think that's a good wager for a couple different reasons. Like I, I think that it's like a pretty sound investment of a what you know, a way to spend 25, 10, 50 bucks, whatever. Uh I don't think the I don't think that uh the Marquez Valdez scaling thread the needle wager is uh is all that smart. Um one of my one of my favorites, uh one of my favorites in general is uh over two and a half players to throw a pass. I mean this one. Guys, yeah, uh, every I've, every year, buddy. Every year. I always I always Mommy Townsend drops back to pass. It's a fake. No, no. And uh in this game, it would be it would be Kelsey or Bell, obviously. Um, yeah. you know, those are those are uh those are the ones. So that's always that's I mean, that's a that's a fun one to root for. Uh and I, I think probably my another really boring one that I like is uh Noah Gray over 1.5 receptions. He's got like a 13% target share in the playoffs. You can get that at minus 110 both sides uh or no minus minus 115 both yeah sides and one of the, one of the big w- one of the big shifts for the chiefs is they've been playing a lot more multi-tight end the last couple of weeks they they basically said look at all these jamook receivers who suck you know these yeah you know, they, they played a bunch of 13 personnel against the ravens they they were blake bell played like 21 percent of the snaps or something like that yeah so i i mean schematically that's kind of what they want to do so i i, I like it yeah, I like it. Uh, uh, MV- all right, what's what's your next one? Uh, MVS. You know, you you mentioned uh, let's let's get some MVS action. Um, his longest reception prop is thirteen and a half yards. I like the over. He just needs to get one reception, 14, 14 or more yards. I mean, MVS. I I believe last week. I believe he played all snaps but one. Maybe? Yeah, he was like ninety six percent. No. Yeah. So sure. I, I do think, I do think that is, I mean, those, those edge cases are, are pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, he played, he played uh, 83% of the snaps on offense. Uh, what are your, what are your feelings about uh, our, our guy, Kyle Spellcheck's role in this game? Cause I'm looking at a lot of his props, like 0.5 receptions, you know, uh, let's see here. What is his receiving yards? Oh, it's gotta be, it's gotta be super low. Uh, it's like 5.5 uh, yeah. 5 or 4.5. Three, three and a half on DraftKings. It's just yeah. to the over, though. Well, you know, it was it was a fantastic moment when I bet use check uh, anytime touchdown in their last Super Bowl. And then he scored in the second quarter. It was amazing. Obviously, quite a bit of a different team. They use him way less this year. Um, I'm a little ambivalent about his props. Like, I can see it happening. I can see it not. Um, I tend to, I tend to lean yes on the use check stuff. You know, I mentioned I, I that, like that. him way better in showdown than I do like slamming his props. Like I, yeah. I think he I think he's an awesome showdown play because the 49ers just do not use anyone outside of the four guys, right? Outside of Debo Kittle Ayuk and yeah. CMC. Hardly anyone else gets the ball. Um, you know, I mean, maybe you could talk me into like a a giga Chris Conley, you know, like he scored, he he's out there for eight snaps and gets one deep target on eight snaps. I mean, Chris Conley basically is, is Marquez Valdez scantling. I, Chris Conley actually was a chief. Well, weirdly enough. Um, I remember but, those days. Yeah. Probably, probably played him in cash at some point at 3,300. Yeah. The way, the way I am playing um, chiefs tertiary guys like this is a related conversation for these markets is i i'm playing richie james like he is gonna run about 20 percent of the routes again uh you know do with that whatever you will but i i like i like that angle um yeah no great okay. over one and a half receptions i like that love it um there's there's a prop i found that i really like and it's which team has the most rushing and receiving yards and it's basically even money. And for me, that's San Francisco at minus 105. Um, San Francisco, they averaged 398 yards per game. Kansas City was about 350. Uh, 6.6 yards per play for San Francisco. You know, 5.5 for Kansas City. I mean, clearly the 49ers have the better offense. Certainly Kansas City's playing good defense and we have to wait that. But like total yardage? 
I mean, fuck, man. Like, give me San Francisco all day. Like, I, I'm, I'm putting money down on that. I do, I do like that. Um, I got, I got no. I mean, I wonder. I don't actually know. Like, how much of these boutique markets can you put in the same game parlays? Because obviously, that would correlate pretty well with uh, the yeah. 49ers winning the game. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk the forced parlay apps. Uh, so I already have. I've got one slip submitted i will just read out the slip that i've already submitted so underdog has uh you know the scorchers obviously so you you have the multiple uh the multiplicative picks you have to you have to kind of you have to kind of futz around with them a little bit to get them to pay out the way you want you can't take you know mahomes over and then just straight like receiving yards over for kelsey so this is one slip i've already submitted the 2x mahomes multiplier for two and a half passing touchdowns over I used his teammates, Clyde edwards Hilaire. I did the higher on five and a half receiving yards. And I did the Rashi Rice higher on four first downs. I think uh, So the first down one is a good, really it's just a good, rep, like because the app will allow you to use that with the quarterback when it won't always let you use the receiving yards or the receiving touchdowns. So it's just a good substitute. And then just your two i might i'll probably throw this one on every one that i do cmc over 33 and a half receiving yards and debo over 13.05 fantasy points now obviously you may be listening to this be like davis don't you like any fucking unders versus not no not really never but (laughs) i think the game's going under but man these props they're all going over baby (laughs) yeah so that is that is one slip um that i've submitted i might take under there are some there are some unders i like have you have you submitted any slips yet yeah, I've, I've done a couple. Um, you know, I, I, there's some boost ones that that I do like uh, over on Prize Picks. You know, you can get the Debo over on touchdowns, right? The the over zero point five that's boosted. Uh, took that. Uh, I've also taken the Mahomes over two point five passing touchdowns boost. Uh, I like boosting Kittle. Um, you know, you can boost Kittle up to sixty nine and a half. That's pretty cool. And then the one they they started lowering it because people were pumping it uh, earlier in the week. But but the Purdy pass attempts, um, you know, it was at thirty two point five. I think the latest I saw is down to thirty one point five. But the the under on Purdy pass attempts is is still pretty sharp. I mean, the guy like didn't go over that number hardly ever this year. I mean, I don't know what the exact number is. Let me see. Purdy game logs. How many times did he go over 31 attempts once? Like almost never. Twice. What do you, I, what do you, three think times about, all season he's gone over 31. So what do you think about his rushing stuff, both the rushing attempts and the rushing yards? Cause you know, we, we saw a little bit of, we saw a little bit of, uh, of old, of old Lamar Purdy in that game against, he's actually done it. He's actually done it a couple times. Uh, from yeah. the one week, the one week I played him, the one week I played him in cash and he ran for like 60 yards and Nate was just like losing his mind. Oh God. That was so good. That was so good. Eat a dick, daddy, Nate. Um, I, yeah, I like the over on attempts. You know, we were talking about the Mahomes, uh, Purdy's is a 3.5. I've taken that. Um, yeah, he's got, I feel he's like got, the, he's got... the quarterback stuff, like you're, you're just getting such a bonus because quarterbacks in general are more likely to run in these big games. And they, you, you're picking up so much, picking up so much kneel down equity. Like he, uh, Purdy this season only had less than three attempts. Let's see, not eight, eight times, including the playoffs. Right. And, uh, one of, no, two of those were blowouts where Darnold took the kneel downs instead of him. That, I mean, that's not happening. That's not happening here. Purdy, Purdy will be taking the kneel downs in the Super Bowl if they do win. So I, I like that one. I like that one as well. Sure. I do like the under on 31 and a half passing attempts. Yeah, um, love love that. I'll also say there's there's a Kittle one I like uh, on prize picks. It's more than 20.5 yards on his first two receptions. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Love that. Yeah. Love that in a in a in a huge way. Um, I'm I, not I like sure. Kittle and Debo ones where it's about lower touches but higher amounts of yards. Like it feels like it feels like there it's going to be splash plays for those. Guys. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing with the 49ers. I mean they ran like the third fewest plays in the NFL or something like that. It's just like they are because they're hyper efficient, right? They're just a hyper efficient team, and so understanding that that's the way that they're going to play and do it. I know Kansas city's defense is real good, but like 
honestly, I don't, I, I, the 49ers are just a fucking machine, bro. Like these guys are going to get the ball and they're going to do great things with the ball. Like, I don't give a shit what your defense does. Ah, you know, I've got a, I've got a dumb one. Yeah. Uh, will the opening kickoff be a touchback minus 300? I mean, so, so, so I looked at this one. This is one of my favorite props to bet all year. I actually have some information. So both, both, uh, Butker and Moody are pretty high in the touchback. If you average their touchback rates together, it's 70%. 70%. Now, oftentimes I bet, and, and you're, you're basically getting three to one, right? Yeah. Um, to, to bet that it won't be a touchback. The, the, the feeling is like the, the returners all hyped up for the game and he's taking yeah. that ball out. It's a Super Bowl. Uh, so I tend to bet that. Um, there is, you know, if you think that it's a touchback 70% of the time and you're getting three to one, basically saying 75%, um, you're, you're getting a little bit of edge there, you know? Well, and then I'll, I'll extend that even further. The 49ers have only returned 20 kicks all year. So they've only generated 20 returns and Two of those were like hands teams. So they were Jordan Mason and Kyle Spellcheck. So they yeah. are a team that is unlikely to take them back. Now, the interesting thing about the Chiefs is they might put someone back there with strict, you know, please do not take this out. Richie James. McCall, do not run this ball. <laughs> so that's you. That's exactly where I was going is Richie James is, has only returned nine all year. So basically Richie James is like, I mean, if you did the math on that, how many kickoffs have they got? I mean, he like he like never takes it out. It's, it's like less than twenty percent of the time he would. Be Has he been returning it, it all season? Has he been their returner? Well, he was hurt. He was hurt for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so he okay. missed. He missed. Uh, he missed a month. Hardman has only taken one back. Montreal Washington has only taken one back, and McKinnon took one back. So basically, the answer is the Chiefs almost never take it out unless. McCall Hardman is so amped up and just like loses his mind. I, I guess I think would really be the only way. Like I, 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 I think, I think that one's really good. Uh, I think, I think that one's really okay, good. Okay. So, so you like, you like the, it is a touchback. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I just think, I think these are two teams that are super unlikely to return the ball basically. Yeah. But you're getting, but you're getting such a shit price on it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if I will bet like, what, what can you what can I even bet on can I even bet a hundred bucks on this like I, I'd probably not because <laughs> like either either I've already bet some of these or I have to go bet them later because I'm in Missouri right now my plan mm -hmm. is so we're recording this Wednesday morning February 7th my plan is I gotta take my dog to the vet this afternoon I'm gonna take the dog to the vet and then I'm gonna go drive across the river and go fire a bunch I have already I have already fired uh some but I'm going to be firing more. Well, I love to hear that. I hope we don't yeah. get wasted. I got I got wasted last year, so. Uh, I did I'm not. I did not. I did not get wasted because the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah, because the Chiefs had, won. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Oh my God, dude! I just got so triggered. I did get fucked though because I had 150 to one same game parlay that was all all home that had Jarek McKinnon anytime touchdown and he kneeled. Oh shit! <laughs> that was like that was like the Mahomes one from a couple of years ago where he had the rushing yards and he and he's oh oh and that he was went back like eight Super yards Bowl. on each he, kneel he, down. Yeah, he he lost like fifteen rushing yards. Yeah, yeah, it's very oh, very so tough. Uh, all right, Sammy, that was a lot of foreplay. You know what the people want? The people need the gold star lock of the year IDP defensive prop for Super Bowl Fifty Eight. I'm ready. I'm ready. I stayed up very late last night, Davis, putting in a lot of work on the IDP prop because, frankly, the IDP markets have gotten quite a bit sharper uh, throughout the last couple of years. People have been betting on them a lot more. And you see, like, you know, the middle linebacker props there, you know, nobody's leaving yeah, them at six and a half anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It sucks. So, so we're going deep here. And, the the thing that I look at with the 49ers is how they play. And if you look at the distribution of tackles against the San Francisco 49ers, 
it is they they allow the fewest tackles in the NFL to cornerbacks. Right? Sure. They they also uh here it is, it's the sixth lowest play per game plays per game. So really when I was like a, attacking it, it's like, where do I want to go with tackles? You know, I really felt like I want to take a Chiefs player and I want to take an under because the 49ers run so few plays and most of their plays go over the middle, right? They're an over the middle type of team. That's where they want to go with the ball. They want to run it and they want to, they want to pass it over the middle to, to, to Debo and, and, and Kittle. Now, the, the other thing is that I, I talked about this earlier versus too high. Brandon Ayuk only has a 17.8% target share. So putting these two things together, the cor- that the 49ers allow very few uh, passes to corners, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the gold star, there's a lot of foreplay. The gold star play is Legereus Sneed under 3.5 total solo tackles. Solo tackles. So I, I really, I like that one for a couple of reasons. The first one being, I don't think the 49ers are really going to throw at him all that Correct. often. Correct. Like they feels- they want to stay away. This is why I didn't want McDuffie, right? I was like, yes. who's, who's their best corner? It's Sneed. Yeah. And McDuffie has been, uh, McDuffie was banged up in the Bills game. Um, so, I, well, oh, well, banged up. I think he had a head injury. So maybe, maybe that doesn't count. Uh, I was thinking maybe he'd be a little bit gimpy, but I don't, I don't think that's how, well, or wait, was Edwards the one with the concussion? Doesn't matter. Point being, you're not, Kyle Shanahan is not going into this game being like, I'm going to throw the ball at Legereus Steed. Though this is how I could see you losing this one would be, he is the guy that Spagnolo uses as the simulated blitzer a lot. And he ends up just being on the edge randomly for two Christian McCaffrey rushing attempts. And he just like the game starts out. It's the first drive. And Jerry Sneed has two tackles on the first drive. And you're just like, fuck. Yeah, that would, that would fucking kill me. I mean, you know, it would absolutely kill me. Here's the thing about Sneed. Sneed is like an amazing player. Like he's so good. So like taking his unders feels bad. He's only gone over. Uh, he's only had four or more solo tackles in eight of 19 games this year. So yeah. we're already we're already drawing like against a, a neutral script. What's that? Thirty eight percent. Eight divided by nineteen. The forty two percent. Right. Yes. And and then and then we're getting a team that doesn't run a lot of plays and doesn't run a lot of plays to the outside. Um, you know that's that's it. That's it. Legereus Sneed I'm, going I'm under. Totally. I'm totally. I'm totally with it. Um, Let's go. And and so this is tough. You have to you have to bet that solo because the the fourth parlay apps, um, they they just do the tackles plus assists. And so he's sure. at four, he's at four point five there, which isn't quite as good. He's gone over four point five total uh quite a bit. Um, you know, he's more like fifty percent, you know, when it comes to that. So he does get some assists. Um, but the solo stuff, the the Legereus need is alone on an island, someone's coming around the corner and he makes a tackle, or you know, his guy catches a pass. Like I said, I don't think Brandon Ayuk's gonna. Yeah, they're not gonna be attacking Brandon Ayuk in this game, and if they do, it's gonna be a lot of those like you know deep inbreakers and shit like that. So, yeah, I'm that's that's the one I'm going with, baby. Let's go. All right, let's cook up a same game parlay that is a hundred to one or deeper. All right, so oh god, let's, yes. Let's start here. Um, let me see if I can even find. I I actually have never done this before. Defensive props. I'm going to see if we can find a Sneed. I, I don't think there will be a Sneed solo uh, anywhere in here. Maybe. Can, can you can you disclose what site you're on? Yeah, I have the DraftKings. I have the DraftKings app that, pulled up. That's where right that's now. where the prop is, baby. Okay, but you can't you in, inside of the same game parlay. You only get uh, only relates to defensive plays and excludes any plays on special teams. Solo tackles only. Assists not included. All right, so we are taking. Ugh. No, no, that's that's what we want. Assist. Not oh, okay. So, so we're gonna go like under Sneed solo tackles and under Ayuk something. Under Ayuk three or uh, under Sneed three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, we are gonna take Brandon Ayuk under sixty one and a half receiving yards. Mm-hmm. That gets us. That's we're we're at two to one right there. So this is when the multipliers really start to come in. Uh, we're we are gonna take. Do we want to do Debo for one touchdown or Debo for two touchdowns? <laughs> I 
let's let's see what it looks like with one and then we can decide to stop being cowards gets to, gets us to six to one with one debo touchdown and it gets us to 26 to one with two touchdowns mm. Mm. okay what let's let's talk about what else we want to add can we like add can we do debo two touchdowns and debo mvp can can we parlay that oh that's a that's a good question um that feels like they probably won't let you do that because yeah for sure they that feels exploitable i don't know yeah they don't so inside of the same game parlay module it doesn't let you add shit like that on now it yeah. doesn't mean that there might be a way to do this inside of the betting menu that i don't know where you can parlay awards with player performance but it's not letting me do it inside of uh inside of this the same game parlay whatever that's fine that's fine All what right. about what about debo forgetting the the touchdowns or may, can we do a the debo most total yards in the game cuz oh, that's that's plus, good... that's plus that's... 650 so they were um, already getting long odds on that i don't well i don't think it's going to let me do that I think I think a lot of those tertiary markets it doesn't let yeah it's not going to let us add that on yeah because you could you could just the problem is is that you could over correlate those things too much For so sure. I'm going to add Ceh over five and a half receiving yards oh great and I'm going to add Mahomes oh, we're going to add Mahomes do you want Mahomes is over rushing attempts or Mahomes over rushing yards uh probably attempts okay. Gotta add that. God, I fucking love cooking up a same game parlay. It's like one of my. And then, and then, if we really, if we really want to cook, we can do the we can do the CMC overs with the uh, with the Elijah Mitchell under rush. All right, let's do let's rush do, attempts here. Let's do CMC alternate rushing yards over one ten. This gets us to sixteen to one, and then we are going to take the. Uh, uh, it's, it's DraftKings not even offering Elijah Mitchell. They do not. They do not believe. Oh, all right. Let's Cowards. do. Let's do Debo Samuel alternate rushing plus receiving yards. What can we get there? Kind of like I like. Just I like. It's the same thing as betting on. It's the same thing as betting on um Debo to win MVP. Basically, alternate or his rushing plus receiving feels low. 79 and a half yeah i'm i'm all I, i've already bet that like all right so it gets us there if we do let's do anytime touchdown debo anytime touchdown kelsey sure that gets us to 80 to one so this is sneed under three and a half brandon Ayuk under 61 and a half Clyde over five and a half receiving yards. McCaffrey over 110 rushing yards. Debo over 79 and a half combo yards plus anytime touchdown plus Kelsey anytime touchdown. And what's uh just just out of curiosity, what's Ayuk's uh total receptions? It's probably like 4.5. Total receptions. Oh yeah, let's add this under too. It is four and a half. So okay. we add that under, and that gets us to ninety to one. We can yum, fire yum. this one. Yum yum. We'll we'll fire this one. So basically, the 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 correlation here is we're saying Ayuk gets blanked, Debo and McCaffrey eat, Kelsey scores a touchdown, Clyde Edwards Hilaire catches one pass. So there you go. That, that, that's so I, easy. That's like. That's kind of like the only way that these same game parlay things are even remotely close to bettable, where is is basically you do sort of a I don't know what what would you call it? You do you do like a, an unseen correlation, like a correlation that the that the algorithm is going to have a harder time picking up on, which is basically if a team gains 350 yards on offense and Ayuk is going under, that makes Debo inherently more likely to go over his, yeah. right? So yep. there you go. Uh, we got the gold star play. We talked through it all. Um, there you go. That is your fake Gilcast Super Bowl preview uh, for 2024 Super Bowl 58. Prepare uh, for riches. 
This is going to be great. Riches, uh, everyone, uh, you know, say your nice things to Nate Noling. Maybe, maybe the birth of his child will mean that John Aguiar. Well, actually, maybe now that the VIP guy at DraftKings got fired, maybe we can get a new guy in at DraftKings <laughs> who will actually help Nate get a new account name so that you guys can find him on DraftKings next year. Uh, yeah, everyone, thank you for listening, and uh, we will be back when uh, you know when when we want to be. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.